you're sad, so you must need a medication for depression. Nobody's looking at the 10 other causes of depression, you know, hormones, nutrition, environment, trauma. So what is really uh, the foundation of functional medicine is focusing on kind of uh, the same medical model we use if we have a headache or chest pain. We do objective tests. Traditional psychiatry does not do any objective tests. It's a, just an educated guessing game. Welcome to the Mindfulness Experience podcast, where we explore different approaches to wellness and mental health. Today, we are thrilled to have a true pioneer in the field of functional and integrative psychiatry, Dr. James Dreamblatt. He's a medical doctor and his work focuses on biological and nutritional factors that play a role in mental health. He's also a leading expert on personalized medicine for mental illness. Dr. Greenblatt is speaking at the Wonderland Conference, and today we'll talk about that and his work with key biological and nutritional contributions or contributors to mental health. We'll explore the importance of optimizing biochemical health prior to the initiation of psychedelic-based therapies and how it can enhance neurotransmitter production, neuroplasticity, and other systems and pathways that support balanced brain function. Welcome to the Mindfulness Experience Podcast, Dr. Greenblatt. How are you today? I'm doing well. It's good to be uh, with you and join you on this um, really important series. Well, I uh, and I am uh, really grateful. I know that you've got lots of things uh, happening. You're helping a lot of people. Uh, and uh, I also uh, am aware that you're the chief medical officer at the Walden Behavioral Care uh, Facility. Um, I'm I'm wondering when we start looking at your bio, um, you know, and we start talking about functional medicine, can you describe the differences between traditional psychiatric care and functional uh, and integrative psychiatry and why the latter should really be considered as a better approach? Uh, sure. I mean, I think our current model in psychiatry, you know, evolved over the last um, half a century is, you know, pretty simplistic model of an evaluation and a diagnosis based on symptoms mm -hmm. and a treatment with medication. I mean, really, it's medication and therapy. The last 40 years, we've been consumed with a, a pill and... Not that medications are, are bad or, or not necessarily helpful, but we have 25 years of research demonstrating medications are limited in if its efficacy, only 50, 60% get better and relapse rates are high. And we all know the, the story of the crisis. So the current model is, is very simplistic, symptomatic based, and a functional model looks at are there other underlying contributing causes, environment, nutrition, genetics? The list is endless, but it focuses on underlying causes. 
So you're really taking into account the whole person, their environment, the psychosocial model, and uh, or the psycho, the biopsychosocial model, and you're really taking into account what are the contributing factors. Whereas maybe the old psych- psychiatric model is really very Freudian based and really doesn't take into account some of the more underlying factors that might be driving the illness or the disease. Is that is that true? Uh, am I am I speaking? Clearly, uh, partly, but but I think what's happened is we've shifted from, mm-hmm. you know, the Freudian, the psychology, to this just biological-based mm-hmm. symptomatic treatment. You're mm-hmm. sad, so you must need a medication for depression. Mm-hmm. Nobody's looking at the ten other causes of depression. You know, hormones, nutrition, environment, trauma. So what is really uh, the foundation of functional medicine? is focusing on kind of uh, the same medical model we use if we have a headache or chest pain. We do objective tests. Mm -hmm. Traditional psychiatry does not do any objective tests. It's just an educated guessing game. Mm. So this isn't this this really goes beyond, you know, talk therapy or um, really, you know, tell me about your relationship with your mother or father. I mean, you're really getting into um, what are all of the contributing factors for that particular individual, not only based on their story, but uh, what's going on uh, inside of them. And I, I know that you talk about nutrition. I'm wondering uh, what role does nutrition play in mental health and how can we use it to improve, you know, some of the outcomes for um you know ourselves or how how do you use it in working with patients i think it's one of the most critical neglected factors in our field of mental health we're mm-hmm. aware of you know the the obesity uh, epidemic if you will the ultra processed foods we're feeding our kids the brain is the most metabolically active organ in the body and nutritional deficiencies affect mood and behavior and this Mm -hmm. you know we just have neglected from our treatment uh, model and i think it's just a a critical factor sometimes the difference between someone getting better with depression or anxiety and someone staying um ill so really the the whole area the gut biomes and the whole area of uh, really eating whole foods or uh, really uh, helping the individual to feel whole and complete in that respect. That's a that's a key factor that you look at. Um, I'm wondering from your view, you've talked extensively about the importance of optimizing biochemical health prior to initiation of psychedelic-based therapies. And I know you're talking at Wonderland. Uh, perhaps you're going to be talking something or, or bringing that into the conversation. Can you explain this a little bit more uh, in detail? Yeah, sure. You know, as much as I've been excited about the some of the new both technology and the uh, research in psychedelics, you know, I, I work in a hospital where we get patients who have failed multiple treatments. So they're in an inpatient uh, psychiatric hospital and many have had psychedelics and it didn't help. And my world of functional medicine we're always looking at why and we found some of these nutritional deficiencies we found some of these gut problems and when we treat those then psychedelics 
might provide a more robust response. So I'm really trying to combine these worlds of functional medicine with the excitement around uh, psychedelic medications. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I certainly don't want you to give you know your whole um, discussion or what you'll be talking about at Wonderland, but will that be the topic or will you be diving into other areas as well? No, that's the topic. How can we improve outcomes? Mm -hmm. you know and with psychedelics and it's a merger of this field of functional medicine i mean we all tend to look for that you know magic bullet and you know it's just not going to happen the brain is too complicated so medicines might be helpful psychedelics might be helpful but for some individuals b12 might be the most important intervention because they have a, a autoimmune disorder that affects their ability to absorb this vitamin Mm. So, B uh, is B twelve a standout? Is that why you bring it up, or I'm, I'd like it, to understand that for myself? <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah. It's a common nutritional deficiency. I see it more in our, our vegan uh, population, so that's why it's been concerning, and it has profound effects on mental health, anxiety, depression, mm. early cognitive decline. Mm -hmm. It it's a simple test and a simple treatment, and you know, we have hundreds of those kind of biomarkers that we look at mm. when we talk about functional medicine. Mm. Well, as a as a vegan, uh, vegetarian for 25 years, vegan for the last four, uh, I'm uh, very interested in uh, pursuing that discussion a lot more. And I'd like to, um, you know, uh, certainly attend your um, event or certainly attend your talk, but I, I, I'd like to dive into that a little bit more. Um, when you start taking a look at meta mental health and mental health care evolving, uh, what role do personalized approaches play in the evolution? In other words, uh, when I go in, if I was working with you or look to go ahead and set up an appointment with you, what would be kind of the process of really understanding me and my own gut biomes and my own physiology and biology and neurology? Yeah, a very important question. I mean, I think the um, the first step, particularly as a consultant, seeing patients who haven't gotten better, is just making sure that they have hope. Because uh, I think the process of mental health treatment has been frustrating for so many. So that hope starts with I'm going to look at everything I can of what's going on for you. I don't know yet, mm -hmm. but I'm going to work as a detective, and we're going to look at nutrient levels. We're going to look at environment. We're going to look at your gut microbiome. We're going to do lots of these tests. So it starts, to answer your question, with objective testing. And then hopefully I'll be able to share with you that some of the issues affecting your symptoms are related to your gut. Some are related to a nutritional deficiency. Some might be related to an abnormal uh, hormone uh, imbalance. We don't know, mm -hmm. but everyone's different. And that's the personalized medicine approach that's really lacking in our traditional psychiatry model. Mm -hmm. So that's uh, that's absolutely uh, wonderful. So you're really uh, taking a real whole approach, looking at, again, the biopsychosocial, uh, the elements that of what I'm bringing into my eyes, my ears, my nose, my mouth, and how I'm digesting and what are the signs and symptoms. And as a detective, then you're formulating your approach to um, what the, 
you know what what the overall regime might be is that is that right yeah no absolutely i mean our medical model if 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 you and i had a um let's just say you know a, a headache a severe headache mm-hmm. we're not just going to give you a pill we're going to test is it a brain tumor is it migraine is it this i mean what's going on what's contributing and and that's our medical model but psychiatry just misses that and they just treat symptoms everybody who's depressed whether mm-hmm. it's due to cancer or a thyroid imbalance you're going to get this antidepressant and it only works 50% of the time right so it's really not treating the whole person it's uh, often masking the symptoms and masking the root cause and really what i hear you saying is you're really looking as a detective and as someone who is uh, really taking into account the whole person going into what is the root cause and how can we solve the problem? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Good. Can you share, uh, perhaps, um, if you will, I mean, if I don't come to you, are there some simple steps that individuals might be able to take to improve their overall uh, mental health uh, with nutrition or lifestyle factors, things that they can do? Yeah, I mean, the list is long and, and many mm-hmm. patients with depression have, you know, heard, you know, about exercise and movement and sleep hygiene. I mean, I can't stress enough how important sleep is mm-hmm. and, and and the whole foods diet and avoiding ultra processed foods. So we've all heard that. And for someone who's depressed or anxious, it might be hard following through. Mm. And that's where the testing is is helpful because so I, I think the first steps is going to your doctor and looking at some of these very simple nutritional deficiency tests like b12 like vitamin d that all affects brain function and beginning to uh see if some of these factors are playing a role for you mm-hmm. great that's uh well that certainly sounds like a a, a basic approach certainly the uh, food, the exercise, and, you know, the sleep, but you're really taking it, uh, I think, a step further, which is really, you know, taking a look at some of the basics, as you say, B12, vitamin D, and going and getting a blood test and taking a look at your nutritional profile. Can you share any success stories from your practice using a functional and integrative approach to mental health? I mean, without giving away names, obviously, we know that, right? Sure. Yeah. No, I've been doing this 30 years, so I I could use numbers like hundreds or thousands mm-hmm. of patients that we've treated. And um, just, you know, I mentioned um, vitamin D and B12, but, you know, th- there's a child we saw that had this um, disorder called elective mut- mutism. I didn't speak, was so anxious. And um, they had a vitamin D level of under 10, which mm-hmm. is very low, was seven. And vitamin D is required to make serotonin in the brain. People don't, you know, know that. And so just an intervention of optimizing vitamin D was able to get this child, you know, to participate in therapy and eliminate this disorder. And then I mentioned the B12. Mm -hmm. I've had hundreds of cases of of B12 deficiency. Mm. Again, some related to a vegan diet, some Mm -hmm. related to an immune disorder, some related to uh, just poor absorption. Mm -hmm. But the symptoms mimic 
a major psychiatric disorder. So by just giving B12 injections, hmm. major depression gets alleviated. It, it hmm. often can be that simple, not always, mm -hmm. but sometimes. Hmm. Well, I'm just wondering uh, what my supply of B12 is uh, as we're speaking. I want to make sure I'm, I'm in good shape on that for sure. Um, let me ask you, um, you know, what you're doing, uh, you know, it, it is really wonderful and it's a whole functional approach as, as, as you know, this is the area that you specialize in. But I'm really wondering, as we look at medicine, it seems to become, have become very specialized. Uh, you know, it's not integrative and it really is sort of, to the earlier point, treating the symptom, not the root cause. What can other mental health professionals and or how can they incorporate you know functional and integrative psychiatry into their own practices because i i'd like to see more of this do you have thoughts about that in terms of your 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 mission or the things that you're doing yeah i mean part of our, our work is um educating clinicians um nurse practitioners and doctors you know about an integrative and functional approach and mm -hmm. it's really um tragic how little nutrition is incorporated into any medical or mental health training i heard that so they probably it, i heard they probably get about an hour or two in in medical school is that is that true uh in terms of the clinical implications yeah. absolutely and yeah. in a psychiatry residency a training program you know even less uh, but but things are changing, but um, so my focus is on educating uh, you know next generation of, of clinicians to be able to utilize this um, material. And it doesn't mean you know throwing away your prescription pad. It's not alternative medicine. Mm -hmm. It really has to be understood as as just good medicine. Mm -hmm. I imagine that that's you know challenging and. Uh... Um, you know, you must come up uh, up against some um, naysayers or non-believers. What challenges have you faced in promoting this approach and, you know, looking at a more personalized or biologically informed psychiatric care model? And, you know, how do you overcome them? And how, how, how do you deal with that? Well, I mean, um, you know, trying for 30 years, and I, I think what has kind of uh, supported this work is the in tremendous research. Now, you mentioned the gut microbiome, uh, the nutritional diet, um, you know, research has really just um, solidified what appears common sense to many of us that, you know, what we eat or don't eat affects mood and behavior. So the research has just made it much easier to be able to get in front of colleagues and use words like double-blind placebo-controlled trials, or the research now supports this information. And it really is just changing a culture. Right. And that's not easy because a lot of people don't... I mean, the nature of change is challenge, and a lot of people don't like to be challenged, right? Absolutely. I, I you know, can give talks to a large audience of physicians, and many of them might take supplements, um, might look at, um, you know, an integrative health model for themselves and ask questions about mm -hmm. themselves or their mm -hmm. children, mm -hmm. but have yet been able to sit across from a patient and utilize that as part of their treatment model. Mm. That's why, the 
Why is that? Is it the, uh, you know, the uh, industrial uh, medical model? I mean, what, 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 what kind of challenges are they faced with, do you think? I think they just don't have the training. Mm. You know, they don't have the training and the pharmaceutical um, industry is pretty uh, impressive and powerful. And that's mm -hmm. the research that is being uh, they're exposed to. And uh, nobody is um, educating them, certainly not in their required training on the role of nutrition or environment and mental health. Mm -hmm. Well, you're 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 doing an incredible service here, and certainly given your years of background, I know that you've created this online educational platform, Psychiatry Redefined. How can that benefit clinicians as well as patients, uh, people? like myself or anyone else that might be interested in finding out a little bit more. Yeah, psychiatryredefined.org is an educational platform uh, set up for clinicians. So people that uh, want the research and the information of how to treat clients. There's lots of uh, free content available for consumers. And we're finishing up our educational program so we can just go direct to patients, patients struggling with depression, anxiety, and ADHD. So that should be completed by the end of this year. So we can support the educational uh, mm -hmm. programs for clinicians, but as well as empower consumers to take control of their health and, and certainly their mental health. Excellent. Uh, so um, that's wonderful that we'll be able to access that. And also, finally, I know you have this book series, uh, Psychiatry Redefined, which offers accessible guidance on applying uh, functional uh, medicine uh, and uh, integrative medicine and mental health care. And you also have a, another book, I understand, um, Answers to Anorexia uh, and how it can advance the field. Maybe you can provide us a little bit of insight into that. Uh, sure. I mean, I think anorexia nervosa is uh, neglected by our medical and psychiatric community. It has the highest mortality rate of any psychiatric illness, comparable to uh, overdose and addiction, and the highest rate of suicide. And, and my day job for 20 years has been working with uh, patients with anorexia nervosa. So the current treatment model really uh, neglects these concepts around functional medicine and nutritional deficiencies even though these patients have been starving for many years. So Answers to Anorexia is um, my, a summary of my 20 years in the field, trying to help patients and families understand uh, an effective way of treating this life-threatening illness. Mm, wow. Wow. Well, there's uh, so much to learn and so many opportunities to have a healthier society. I know that the uh, Miami uh, Wonderland Miami uh, 2023 conference will focus on health, wellness, um, longevity and psychedelics. And you seem to be on the forefront of all of those topics. Um, are you excited to go there? Have you uh, been at this uh, event before? No, it's my first time. And I'm just really pleased that expanded to you know broader mental health perspective because it really you know there's not one tool uh, that's going to change um, and transform our current model we're going to need to utilize uh, many things and it seems like the conference was able to uh, put that together so i'm very excited uh, to be part of it this year well i'm i'm incredibly excited to have you on the podcast and i uh, look forward to uh, meeting you 
at the conference. I, uh, again, appreciate you taking some time out of your very busy day and uh, helping to lift up um, uh, the topic and people, if they want to find out more about you and your work, uh, how would they go about doing that? Uh, the psychiatryredefined.org is the professional site and jamesgreenblattmd.com is uh, my site with uh, our books and um, educational content. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, thank you, Dr. Greenblatt. Uh, really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Take care. Thank you so much for joining us today, Dr. Greenblatt. It's been an illuminating and inspiring conversation. If you're interested in learning more, please visit Dr. Greenblatt's website. That's www.psychiatryredefined.org. Remember to use the code MINDFULNESS20 to receive 20% off your registration for the Wonderland Miami 2023 conference. And as always, thank you for listening to the Mindfulness Experience podcast. We'll see you next time.